You are now tuned in to the Low Key Woke Podcast. We are your hosts, Ayana. And Fly, we talk about everyday topics that you low-key think about. Now let's jump into the show. So, welcome back to the Low Key Woke Podcast. You are going to listen to a conversation that me and Ayana are having on a Wednesday afternoon. And we're talking all about systems, um, entrepreneurship, education, mindset, um the hood (laughs) white folk we're literally talking about everything and we decided to share it with you guys so you guys can join in on the conversation and let us know your thoughts make sure to leave us a review on itunes like the podcast share the podcast um so definitely enjoy and we're just gonna pick up picked up exactly where we left off um so yeah so we were talking about mindset. Was mm-hmm. it mindset? I think so. Um, oh, exposure. We were talking about how having certain exposures, you know, can definitely shape how you turn out. Yeah. So we were just talking about, you know, her exposure. You know, Ayana is, you know, getting her master's two weeks though yeah yeah in two weeks and you know we have totally different backgrounds when it comes to education especially um and but some ways somehow our backgrounds led us to each other and we are able to have these deep ass conversations and really come um i think we we have the same train of thought i think we we have different thought processes but we understand what it's about so let's talk more about like exposure and how important is exposure to black people exposure is super important you know um because it's just like you get to see something different you know than what you are used to Um, and make you just see that there's more out there than you've been taught or you've been told you know and stuff like that so i mean i think we have very I mean, it's different, but almost similar, mm-hmm. um, similar experiences of exposure. Like you yeah. said, that you went to a, a diverse school at some point, and yeah. I've also, I mean, from pretty much my whole educational career, it's been by diverse. You know, right. from from uh, um, um, like elementary school elementary, yeah. to you know my my um well through college through through this graduate school right now too. But you know, I went to um, school in May. Maplewood, yeah. I don't know if I should say that. But, <laughs> you know, I went to school in a very di- diverse um, area, area and district or whatever. Then after that, college, very, very diverse too, yeah. you know. Um, and yeah, it just helped me to see so much, so many things, you know, and just helped me to, you know, view things differently. Um, but exposure is very important. What, what do you think? I mean, yeah, I think that people that are, you know, in one area, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you only are raised in the hood and that's all you see, you don't go anywhere, you know what I'm saying? And I think also what happens in these poverty areas is, like, you literally live and grow up in the same area. And you go to the same school your mama went to, you, you know what I'm saying? It's such a cycle. And I think that when we're thinking about our kids going forward how can we expose our kids even more to different things okay fine listen you know what kelly might live in the projects 
But how can we as parents make sure that Kelly sees different things, even though her reality is where she is? Yeah. I think exposure, when you said that, when you said that, that was literally it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, we was talking about the topic of self-care before. Right. And that's super important with just with what you were saying, though, too, is, you know, finding a way to get our kids more exposed, you know? And it's just like when, you know, the mom has to work three mm. or four jobs, you know, she doesn't have time for self-care. And even with that generation, they're they're not even thinking about self-care. I don't even know if they know what self-care means. You know what I'm saying? It's because it's just like, it's just work, 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 because I have to provide, provide, provide. You know, I got, these kids got to eat some way. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that's another part of it. The idea yeah. of self-care, you know what I'm saying? And just, I think you know, self-care, not to cut you off, babe, but I think that like self-care is such a new, yeah, a new thing. Yeah, it is. You know it what is. I'm saying? Like, then don't listen. White people been doing self care since the beginning of time. Yeah, you know these white women will get their massages. Exactly. You know, but it's like for us as black women. Yeah. Like when you have to be the provider because the father is absent. Exactly. I don't remember the last time I saw my mother do anything for herself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doing so much for others. You doing know? so much for others. Even me. You know, I don't. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, back. You know, really quick, like Ayana's always always telling me that i need to do things for myself and self-care because i just don't yeah you know um and i think being a black woman being a black mom being a you know a single mom and not really having the well maybe telling myself i don't have time yeah to go get a 40 minute massage it's not a healthy mindset to have yeah. because it's like if I don't take care of myself or if mothers don't take care of themselves, especially if they're doing it by themselves, you're going to be no good to those kids. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. And, you know, just with that, you know, to that point and everything, too, it's just like going back to the point of the importance of exposure is like when I was in these environments where, you know, I am around, you know, let's say white people or something. Yeah. I'm seeing how they're going to take care of themselves and, you know, talking about self-care. And that is the, the importance of exposure Ooh. because being in that environment, now I'm learning. You're like, self-care? What? Right. You know, I, I'm working all these hours, busting my butt to do right. this and that. And you over here, like, self-care? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And after that, that just got me into that mindset of, okay, yeah, I'm going to work. I'm going to do what I have to do. You know, I'm going to put my all into it, you know? But I'm also going to take some time off to go, you know, take care of me too. You know what I'm saying? So I think that exposure, exposure, self-care, super important, you know? You, you're you dropping so many gems. But I think also um, you hit such a great point, babe, because I was listening. I told um, Ayana earlier, I was listening to the Small Doses podcast by Amanda Seals. And she had Issa Rae on there i'm sure you guys watch insecure don't tell me any bloopers because i haven't watched it yet mm-hmm. but basically it was talking about the difference between being a boss as a black woman or whatever and how they work with the counterparts and Bay, you just hit a point because i remember Issa ray saying how black folks we do everything different than white people yeah you feel me even down to how we packed for a vacation so mm-hmm. Issa ray was saying yeah. last time she had a weekend off was July 4th, 2019. Yeah. Because all she do is work, 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 work. Yeah. And white people 
take every weekend off. Yep. They're not working 24 hours, seven days a week around the clock. And I feel like, don't get me wrong, black folks, we have amazing tenacity. We have amazing, um, we, we handle things, our tolerance for, um, you know, just rough times and whatever. Like we have the high tolerance, but. We need to start focusing on self-care. There's no reason why Issa Rae was like, and I quote, there's no reason why I only had one weekend off in a whole year. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, so it's, but her being exposed to white people in her industry. And again, this can be across all spectrums. You don't have to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to be a social worker. You don't, you could work at C-Town. Okay, and still practice self care. It it doesn't have to cost you anything. Literally taking a weekend off, literally off in your bed. You're not moving. You're watching your favorite movie. You're taking a bath. Bubbles are like a dollar. Yeah. At the family, you know, it's just so simple. But us as a people, we feel like if I can't go vacation in Bermuda, I ain't doing self care. Mm -hmm. And it could be so simple. Yeah. And I need to take my own advice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is like, oh, I have so much to say. This say can it. go into so many different directions. Yeah. So while you were talking, I was just thinking about, you know, the fact that some people have never been anywhere at all, you know, and that's crazy to me. You know, me? Um, me? Yeah, exactly. That's crazy to me. You know, when you told me that, I couldn't believe it. The yeah. next thing is just kind of what you said is that. Oh, if it's not, you know, say we, we create these ideas Mm. or we take somebody else's ideas of what self-care is and self-care, you have to, you know, cater to yourself. You know, you create your own idea of self-care, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, it could just be laying in the bed, you know, um, you know, spending time with your kids, reading, you know, whatever you want it to be, you know, yeah, do that. You go to get your nails done, you know? Yeah. Whatever you want it yeah. to be. And instead of thinking of somebody else's idea or somebody say they're going on vacation. So that's, you know, that's what Correct. it really is. You know, maybe that's not what you need to do. Yeah. You know, that's something. Then also the idea of setting boundaries, mm. you know, you setting boundaries. Boundaries. I, boundaries is it, you know, setting boundaries, you yeah. know, and advocating for yourself. But then the next thing is, you know, oh, man. <laughs> What you saying to Issa Rae, you know, Issa Rae Rae saying, you know, that, you know, she hasn't taken a weekend off in so long. I think it's just that we feel like we have to prove ourselves, you know, so that's it. And I think also in some workplaces, it's easy for them to threaten us, Mm. you know, you know, Mm. and we're, we're scared. We're scared of that retaliation, you know, you know, but it's easy for them to threaten us, you know, oh, you know, we need you here, blah, blah. And if you're not here. You know, we can get somebody else. You know, we're so replaceable or they put that idea in your mind that you're so replaceable as well, too. You know, so it's just like you're scared of retaliation. So it's either work, work, work or I don't got no job. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm going to choose? What you going to choose? You work, dropping, work, work. You driving a gym. Okay. Okay. Work, work, work. But it's just that we Damn. have to, we have something to prove. We, we feel like we have to we have to prove something. That's definitely what I took away from that podcast. When Issa Rae said she hasn't taken a vacation since July 2019. Even Amanda Seals was like, 
July 2019? Yeah. It's fucking April <laughs> 2020. Word. Yeah. And immediately, I related to that. Definitely. Because I am always on go mode. If it's not working 50 hours a week for another company, it's literally working 40 hours a week for my own business, being a mom of three, now being a partner, which I find joy in. Yeah. But, and that's the thing, I find joy in all things, but I need a moment. Definitely, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you know, the only thing that's stopping me right now is the corona. You know, <laughs> last year, I took about three vacations. Yeah. I was lucky enough, thank God, to go out the country yeah. each time. Yeah. But you know what? Like, I once I learned this. Mm, that's a, Once you what? Once I learned this. And that's the thing. Woo! Exposure. Changed my life. Exposure You know what I'm saying? Changed my important. life. And even just thinking about, like, last semester, you know what I'm saying? And thinking about, you know, how we need to, you know... We need to pay our bills. We need to do this. We need to do that. Like, I needed the money. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, or not even needed the money. You know, Mm -hmm. I wanted to have my money a certain way, you know? So I was like, yo, I'm working, working, working. Even times when I felt like, yo, I should, you know, take some time off to work on this paper or, you know, meeting with some of these clients has been heavy on my mental health. I was still like, you know, I want to get my check so I can still do this. I can do that. I can do that, you know, and doing some of the things I want to do that I was just, you know, you know, just always showing up every single day at work when I should have just took a day or two, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just like, oh, we need that money. Okay. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? I need to do this. I need to do that. But we need to also think about, you know, if we aren't well, how can we show up and do what we need to do? I need to get off the podcast. And be the best versions <laughs> of ourselves. You I know need what to saying? get off the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. self-care, you know? And I think... Babe, you just dropped a yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got goosebumps because <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah. We yeah. you know, a lot of times like we be scared. We be, yeah. I went to Ebonics. <laughs> we be so scared to take a day off from work. Like it's okay to call out. We're giving you permission to call out. If you need a day, call out. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I know some people don't have it as easy. Some people don't. Unfortunately. Look, the thing about it and is. And it's the, you know, the retaliation. Even for me. Like, I have literally, I've been in leadership, retail leadership for a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And I can literally count on my hand how many times I've called out. Woo! Me too. Me too. And the gagger of it all is that I've shown up to work when I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't well. Yeah. Yeah. And and it could be anything from just literally physically, mentally tired. It could be depressed. I've, I've been to work full depressed. Oh my God. Full, de- full, oh my blown, God. full blown depression. I was depressed for three years. You get into another thing. And went to work. You get into another thing. And went to work. You and nobody knew. So, High functioning depression. Okay. We don't know self care. We don't know mental health. Oh! Okay. Come on. Come on. Talk to me. We scared. We scared of that. We, we scared. scared. We scared of it. Oh, man. The Rebecca? Stigma. The stigma. Rebecca? The stigma. If Rebecca's we, not well, she's calling that out. They to the advantage. Okay? I have an anxiety attack. Okay. I don't know if we should talk about Rebecca. Maybe we should just say another race. I don't know. No. It's deep. the real. It's yeah, real, yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I because mean, other people are using it to their advantage. They are. I need a mental health day. Ooh. You know? I need a mental health day. You know how many... T- Listen. I... Like I said before... I have managed folks and I've managed a lot of white people 
And a lot of their fucking excuses for calling out. My mental health is not well. I'm having an anxiety attack. I, I can literally. And it blows my mind how it works. Yeah. Because they're so. And let me tell and, and at the end of the day, I can't say that Rebecca or 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 Natasha or Kellyanne is lying. If that's what she is saying, I am having high anxiety, my mental health. They will say the words, mm-hmm. my mental health is not well. I cannot come into work. Yeah. We will never, ever say that. Yeah. We will come to work depressed. We will come to work sick. I mean, I've had, I will never forget, I sat in the office years ago with one of my co-workers, white yeah. woman, who her boyfriend Broke up with her the night before. Yeah. And we were in the manager's office and she was crying. She was on the floor with her knees on the floor, broken. Manager, the upper management came in, saw her, sent her home. Hmm. Over a fucking breakup. Yeah. You know how many times black women have to deal with being cheated on and mistreated and and beat on and they go to work? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Come on. But they know... That it's okay to feel. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to be feel. It's okay to feel. So yeah, in some ways, it could be using to their advantage. But it's just that instead on our side, I mean, first first of we all, not having an understanding. Exactly. Not having an understanding of mental health. You know, raised, being raised that, you know, you have to be strong. Especially a black woman. You have to be a strong black woman. You know what I'm saying? So you have to do all that, you know? Then we have a lot of people in our community that who don't understand it. So we don't have the supports to run to, you know, to say, I'm feeling depressed. You know, I I have a lot of anxiety right now. You know what I'm saying? We don't have those people to go to, you know, to talk to about that, you know, because people don't understand it, you know? And then also, we are more concerned about how we will be viewed, you know, how we will be viewed. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You know, absolutely. A hundred percent. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yep. You hit the nail on the head we as a people especially black women we want to be viewed i don't care what nobody says i'll speak for myself because i don't i don't even want to put this on the audience (laughs) i want to be viewed a certain way yeah period we all do because there's no way in hell that i'm gonna let anyone especially a white person feel as if i'm fucking crumbling Mm mm-hmm so, yes, I'm going to come to work depressed. Yes, I was just cheated on and my heart was broken. But I'm going to come to work still. Mm-hmm. Because that's just how we were raised. We were raised to like, my mother was, I was in a relationship and my heart was broken. And my mother said to me, why are you crying? Straight up, 100%. Why are you crying? Don't let them see you crying. That to me is like not, I get what my mother was doing. I get that she was trying to build a strong woman and I get that. You know, I've, I've known my mother for 32 years. How old am I? 32 years. And I've probably seen her cry twice. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's something else. Why is it that we try to build mm. a strong woman? Ooh, not build. Okay? Not build. Okay. Not build. 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 I mean, you said that. Why, why is it that we try to build? 
a strong woman, you know. Instead, I mean, obviously, it's just passed down from generation to generation. We just, you know, our parents are just passing down, you know, what they have been taught. But instead of that, you know, the narrative needs to be changed, you know, to allow our children to feel. It's okay to feel, you know. But, I mean, like, I mean, if we don't know that already, you know, if your parents don't know that, how are you going to learn that? But exposure, going back to exposure. Your parents may not know that, but now you're going to school. Now you're joining this club or, you know, now you're... Um, playing sports or whatever and you're meeting new people or whatever and now you're being exposed to the different you know different ways of life you know but it's just that why are we building people to be strong you know why are we telling somebody who is in this poverty stricken neighborhood that you know we see gunshots but you need to be strong you know you need to feel you need to let it out how you feel you know you know what i'm saying and it's it's crazy it's crazy you need to you need to feel in essence like the whole conversation was really just to wrap things up and kind of like bring tie everything together. The conversation really was in essence trying to figure out how can we impact our community as the people that we are. And I think that, you know, being folks that have different experiences and different, different stories, how can we impact our community and how can like, other black people once they feel like they've made it to whatever they they feel like they've made it to how can we go back and reach back to our communities and make them you know see that there's so much more to life than their current circumstances yeah i mean i think it's it's more than just throwing the money at them i mean we've both said this mm-hmm. it's more than throwing the money at, at them and you said you know um you know spending time you know and providing them with the resources you know and stuff like that so i think that's very important you know but definitely not just throwing the money at them you know just creating this building and that's it but like you know creating the building but having you know giving them the opportunity let's say to take trips out of the you know like do something like you know um complete homework or you know show good grades show report cards come into this community center and then after that let's take them on trips let's go take them on a hiking trip let's take them to you know another state you know something at least you know let's take them you know to diverse settings you know so they can experience things you know I think that's a part of it and like you said just providing the resources is more than just saying oh you know come down here you guys get a free plate or you guys do this but you know helping them helping them you know what I'm saying I mean I always think about this and I always think about like how can I give back because sometimes when you feel like you don't I think sometimes you we don't really know how to give back. I think that's like a challenge, especially for me. Like, how can I, you know, I'm not nearly where I think that I should, that I want to be. I'm not saying where I should be because I feel like wherever you are right now is exactly where you should be and there's a lesson in wherever it is that you are. Um, But how can I give back right now? Yeah. And that's something that I always struggle with because it's like, you know, money is an energy and I don't want to have that mindset of I can't give anyone money because I don't want to take away from my home. That to me is lack mentality yeah. and poverty mentality. Yeah. So it's like, all right, my time. Do I have time? We always are saying we never have time for shit, right? But you mm-hmm. make time for what you feel as if is important. Yeah. So it's like, how can we give back to charities or... um 
communities that are important to us and that we feel like we can bring value because i feel like also like yo you gotta you gotta give back to where you feel you have value like if i feel like if i give my 20 hours a week in a community that i don't feel like they're gonna see my value i'm not gonna waste my time i need to go and give back to a place where i know they're going to appreciate what i am bringing and what am i what i'm saying so I really want to, and I've said this to my to Ayana so many times. Like, I really want to help single moms out. I just don't know in what way, and I can't say like, oh well, if it was me, you know, when I was seventeen and having a baby, I had my family, yeah. so I really didn't feel the 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 pressure yeah. that a lot of other single moms at seventeen are having, living in shelters and whatever. But I do want to be a source of inspiration to someone Definitely. and tell them like, yo, you can come out on the other side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever that looks like. Because yeah. everyone's journey is different. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. I like what you're saying, you know, um, and helping them. But I think it's just, like I said, I think it's really the time aspect and rather than the money. And just thinking how we can, you know, whatever we give them, so time and probably resources, but, you know, whatever we give them, how can we make it, you know, extend beyond, right. you know, just now, you know, right. but it, make it long lasting, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like, yeah, you know, for and me, I, when mm. I've been doing, you know, like fundraisers, it's just giving somebody a little, you know, care package. Right. But we need to extend long beyond last. that. Yeah, we need to extend beyond that. That is what changed my life is... You know, ain't nobody come to me with no fucking care package. Ain't nobody come to me. The most that anybody ever did for me that changed my life was expose me to reading and podcasts. Yeah. Because that is evergreen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, being able to learn a new skill <laughs> is evergreen. That's even exposure, though, too. Woo! That's even exposure, too. Listening to a podcast. You don't even have to go nowhere. Listening to a yeah. podcast, yeah. listening to another person's perception on something, you know, yeah. it's I'm telling that you. is that's exposure itself. I'm so not you. even thinking that exposure has to be going somewhere. Mm. You, you you know you just you 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 hit that. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's it's, what changed that's, my life. Yeah. Like you know, being at a at a place where I didn't know what to do, and being exposed to like motivation. It started honestly motivational speeches on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay. And then I started venturing into... Because for a very long time, I was a podcaster, but I did not listen to podcasts. Yeah. I didn't. And it was weird because people yeah. were asking, like, oh, so what's your favorite podcast? Yeah, like, oh. you don't have that, yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I started listening to to them, and it's true. Listening, It's very true. Listening to someone else's perspective yeah. changes your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it was like... That's a gem. Yeah, yeah. It's true. And that's what literally changed my life because I'm like, yo, here's someone who's around the same age as me, you know, maybe a different race, whatever, but their mindset. I think if we start mimicking mindsets, if we start copying people's mindsets and really thinking the wildest thoughts and really believing that we are able to create the life that we want. Like, once you're able to say, like, yo, I'm going to create the life that I want, your shit starts to look so different. Yeah. Because a lot of us are living the life that our parents passed down to us. Definitely, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of us are living in situations that is just a cycle of what our mamas and our grandmamas and our grand, you know what I mean? Great, yeah. great. 
went through. Yeah, and we don't know no better. And, and we don't you know, know no better. There are elders, so exactly. we're like, all right, it must be right. We, yeah, exactly. This is what we had to do. Um, and something else with what you were saying, I mean, um, I don't remember if you said, you know, if you mentioned how'd you get into podcasts, listening to podcasts. No. How'd you get into, okay. I got into listening to, while well, I was creating podcasts, and then I got into it. When someone asked me, like, oh, what's your favorite podcast? Oh, okay. I, you know what's funny? What was the first podcast I listened to? I don't even remember. Yeah. Because I was just thinking that even just going back to, um, you know, um, helping, you know, the women in the shelter or helping in our communities. I think oftentimes, you know, people say, you know, tell people what they should do, but don't tell them how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you bring me this information, but I don't know what to do with it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So th- I think that's another issue there too, where we have to solve that though too, like you yeah. know. Um, so that's an issue as well though too. I agree. I agree with that, and a lot of times, you know, and I think it's also just like you know, even for you, like you know, you might meet. There's so many black women, so many black young girls, who want to go to college, but their parents may not have the money. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to get the money. They don't know what to do. And I think seeing a, a woman who looks like them, who, you know, it's just so, like, you know, just sharing your story of how you were able to go through and get your education and what what were the, a lot, like you said, what are the steps? A lot of yeah. people don't even know. Like, who exactly. do I talk to? Where do I exactly. go? Exactly. What, you know what I'm saying? Step one, step two, step three. A lot of times people need step one, step two, step three and then they can go off on their own. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of times we just put out motivation, 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 but don't show discipline. I think I tweeted this not too long ago. Motivation, we all need motivation, but discipline is the skeleton key mm-hmm. to get you where you need to be. You that can only mean. finish college. You can only get a master's. Ayana had discipline. It's, yeah. it's no special sauce. It's no magic. It's no hocus pocus. You had discipline. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of times people don't, for, they forget that part. Mm-hmm. You know, I can work 50 hours a week at my job and then come home and deal with three kids and then do, because of discipline. It's yeah. nothing, it's really nothing else. Yeah. So, but the thing is, how do you develop discipline? Yeah. What do you say? I don't even know how to answer that. Dang. I mean, for me, I think it's just my culture and upbringing, you know? That's that's where I learned the discipline. That's that's right now, that's the only way I can think of it. What about you? I agree. I feel like discipline, my father always, dis- my mother didn't discipline me. Yeah. My father always disciplined me, but discipline always had, when people say the word discipline, automatically is a negative connotation. Definitely automatically when you think of discipline it's something you don't want to do a hundred percent detention in school that's discipline yeah. you don't want to do that shit you don't want to be in detention after school you want to go out and frolic with your friends yeah. so for me it was taking away the negative connotation also being exposed to different walks of life being exposed to the high, highly educated being exposed to the entrepreneur being exposed to podcasts and motivational speakers one thing they all had in common was discipline. What is the common thread? But what it what everybody wants to be Beyonce, but what does Beyonce have? Yes, Beyonce is not the greatest singer of all time. Beyonce is not the greatest dancer of all time. Beyonce can't even dress. What Beyonce have is discipline. <laughs> Period. Yeah. 
Period. And what Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson was very talented, but what his father instilled in all of them was discipline. Yeah. So to be the greatest of all time, to be part of the 1%, I, after being exposed yeah. to podcasts and all this other shit, what I, what was the common thread mm-hmm. was discipline. Yeah. So I knew that I had to take away the negative connotation behind discipline and really understand that in order for me the best version of myself and to be the woman that I wanted to be and create the life that I want, I had to develop some sorts of discipline. And even now, like, I'm not nearly as disciplined as I need to be to be a millionaire. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And I think that it's just like when you think about like success, <laughs> you know, or what your family or, you know, or or culture hmm. or society says about success, you know? Looking at it that way, you know, um, or looking at, you know, different people who you look up to. Mm. It's like, you're, you're not just doing whatever you want. Like you said, it's that certain level or certain amount of discipline, you know? Mm. And it's just like, for me, it's just like, if it isn't, you know, being disciplined, it's being all over the place. And perhaps, you know, maybe just, I'm just thinking, you know, perhaps it's failure, you know? So it's just like, that's, that's me. I don't know. <laughs> No, but that's true. Yeah. So that's true. When we talk about society and when we talk about, you know, systems, it's very clear that America as a whole understands that, or they they push the narrative of successful people go to college. Mm-hmm. Period. Like that is just what it is. Like you go to school, you get an education, you get a, and that's how you become successful. Entrepreneurship is a one-off. Yeah. Like the Bill Gates is a one-off. The Amazon owner is a one-off. Beyonce is a one-off. In actuality, that's that's you can be successful in any way that you see fit for your life. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like Ayana strived and thrived in school. I never did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And. Here we are, two different women in different walks of life, and we find so much in common with with one another, and we can learn so much from one another walking two different walks of life. So I think that success, honestly, is not even having a whole bunch of money. Success, if success to you is getting up out the fucking bed and and saying, like, I'm alive and I'm well and I have food in the fridge. Now yeah. that's fucking you know success is definitely um yeah fluid yeah because I think even like you said though like you know thinking about okay success in society success means going to college you know yeah college isn't just you know playing around you know chill out it's and discipline everything. it's discipline you know yeah. you have to get your papers and you have to do this you have to you know show up to classes you know uh, all of that and even just with on the entrepreneur side you know it's you have it's to, discipline you know you have to have your product you have to do this you have to show up to these meetings you have right. to you know do what you have to do you know so it's all about you know that discipline definitely you know um so in conclusion to our talk today our impromptu talk what is one piece of advice that you would give our listeners as far as you know breaking systems and creating the life that they want and discipline and um try the best that you can to expose yourself to um different environments you know um and 
even if you start small with, we said, listening to a podcast, you know, um, watching different channels than your, you know, everybody else in your household or, you know, hanging out or no, joining a club, like, you know, joining some type of club at school or something, you know, different than, you know, let's say not the, I guess, typical group that you would be expected to, you know, um, to join, let's say instead of basketball, you go, you know, to the chess club or something, you know, just learning something different, you know, and now on these chess tournaments, you being, you may me be meeting, you know, people from different diverse backgrounds, you know, but I just think, you know, even if you start small, just try your best to, um, expose yourself to these different backgrounds, I mean, different environments, um, the best that you can, um, engaging in self-care, um, and learning more about mental health, you know, um, and spreading that awareness about what mental health. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that we covered a lot during the last 37 minutes and we have been, you guys are literally catching a snippet of our conversation because we were talking, we've been talking for the last two hours, if that. So definitely for me, the one piece of advice that I would give anyone listening to the show, um, I think that, you know, really take an inventory about who you are and what it is that you really want, not what your mom wants, not what your dad wants, not what your auntie or your cousin wants. Literally, like really take inventory of what you want your life to look like because we can literally manifest our life and create the life that we want. It's been a value of mine since 2017, creating the life that I want. Um and really, really striving for that. So if that means that you want to go back into school, you could be 50. And if you want to go back to school, like go back. Like it's never too late. If you want to start your own business and whatever, like if you want to be a better parent, you know, if you haven't talked to your kid in like 10 years and today you decided that you want to be the father that you never was or the mother, like do it. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that we get so tied up in time and time is an illusion. You know, the only thing that measures time is the sun and the moon. Like, time is a man-made thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, it's never too late to do anything you want to do and create the life that you want. Um, self-care should be top of the list of things to do. I'm going to take my own advice and try to make that a thing. And love love with your entire heart i think that a lot of us are not even loving properly mm-hmm. you know um we listen don't know we don't know we, we can't even love ourselves we, we out here trying to you know you know it's it's like loving yourself first and loving yourself properly and then you're able once you love yourself properly and you love yourself first it's so else comes easily <sighs> And you'll be shocked at what you attract when you're loving yourself first. And I feel like that's how I, I attracted my partner. Loving myself and understanding who I was, like, hands down 100%. So make sure to leave a review for us on iTunes. Make sure to give us five stars. Make sure to comment and let us know what you feel about this whole episode and any um, experience that you've had as far as exposure, as far as self-care, as far as entrepreneurship, higher education. We would love to hear it. Make sure to like us, like us, make sure to follow us on Instagram at the low key woke podcast. Uh, we're everywhere. Google play anchor, iTunes, SoundCloud, 
Um, so make sure to follow us and stay connected with us. It's your girl Fly and Ayana. And we'll see you guys 